get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Let's go to the celebrity line, shall we? Our Blues insider from The Athletic is Jeremy Rutherford, and he's standing by right now on the opening drive on 101 ESPN. JR, good morning. How you doing? Literally standing by. Standing by pumping some gas here. Yeah, baby, where are you? What, 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 what gas, uh, let's see if we can get somebody to honk at you. What gas station are you at? Where are you? Uh, I'm at the Quick Trip here at uh, Merrimack Bottom Road. Let me see if I can get somebody to honk real loud. Yeah, just uh, all you need to do. So, Quick Trip, Merrimack Bottom Road. If you are driving past, honk at Jeremy Rutherford. Just honk so that he can hear you honk. And so, we just want to know how many people are listening at the Quick Trip at Merrimack Bottom Road. And uh, somebody's going to honk at you. It's inevitable. So, if you're tuned into us, and uh, now you're tuned into JR, honk at him. Uh, so, JR, we're excited about where the Blues are headed here because Kerry Davis, he's found his new favorite player. I have. Has he? Yeah, Jeremy Biakabatuka, nephew oh, of there you Tim Biakabatuka, <laughs> who I enjoyed watching as a young lad, watching him at Michigan. Uh, tell us a little bit about Jeremy. Yeah, he's a guy who uh, was at development camp, and I remember seeing his name pop up a few times, one, because he was making some pretty good plays, Kerry, but also... Uh, too, because of that last name, right? You don't mm-hmm. see Bianca Batuka too much on the back of a of a hockey sweater. And I remember at the time thinking, uh, you know, I wonder if he's related. Then we found out yesterday when the Blues signed him uh, that he that he was. So I think that uh, you got an athlete. Like, look, you look across sports. Anytime you got that uh, gene in, in the family, it seems to to show up in a lot of different uh, people. So I think that uh, they're going to bring Jeremy in, who I said yesterday on the fast lane, does spell his name incorrectly. Uh, he should spell it with a Y at the end. And, uh, instead, there's an IE. Uh, but I think he's going he's gonna to add to the defensive depth here. And by the way, speaking of that, I'll have uh, a Blues 2023-24 depth chart coming out here shortly in about an hour or so at the Athletic. And uh, Jeremy Bianca Batuka is on that, as uh, are a lot of players who make up the Blues depth chart uh, moving into this year. So we've got Tim Biakabatuka, we've got Jeremy Biakabatuka, and now you tell us there's a gene in the family, too? <laughs> yeah, and his, uh, his, back, his back's been hurting, Randy. Oh, how, how, how long? How long, Jr.? <laughs> About a week back. No! Well done, Jr. Well done, Jeremy! Jeremy, you and I are close. This is not okay. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Good job. Good job, everyone. Well done. Uh, I, I feel bamboozled right now, Jr. I, I feel fully Bamboozled. Okay, I, I have a fun one for you, and I didn't realize this, but Jordan Bennington and Malcolm Subban are best friends? I know that uh, they've been friends for a while. I'm not sure in terms of the, the closeness, but if you've heard that uh, they're extremely close, I, I would understand that. And yeah. Malcolm Subban 
is PK's younger brother and has also been signed by the Blues, right? Right, and he will be the backup goaltender, which will be on the organizational depth chart here coming out soon. But he is the uh, the goaltender signed in Springfield to to make up the tandem with Vadim Zarenko. So with Joel Hofer coming up to uh, the Blues this year to be the backup to Jordan Bennington, it'll be Zarenko and Subban. Subban, the 29-year-old, who's uh, bounced around a little bit but had some success, and I think he'll be a good partner for Zarenko. JR, is it safe to say that we are kind of done with all of the Blues offseason moves, or do you feel like there might be something else coming? You know, you have Alexi Torpchenko now signed, and then Oscar Sundquist coming in as well. Is this it for the Blues offseason, and how do you feel about it going into this season? Well, uh, Brookie, can I call you Brookie again? Yeah, uh, I think that. I guess. Uh, I- I think this, if this was year one or year two of Doug Armstrong, you know, with a general manager coming in and, and taking over a team and not knowing much about him, oh my goodness, we just had a diesel blow by here and lay on his horn. So, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you. Yep. <laughs> hey, that wasn't meant to scare me, but oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I think uh, I think you have a situation where you never know with Doug Armstrong. You don't. Like if this was, uh, you know, cookie cutter GM who comes in and, and you say, okay, he's done. But with Doug Armstrong, you just never know. Like we've had signings, big trades, everything happen as close to the season as September. So, you know, is there still a trade to be made with the defense? We don't know. But as you look at the situation right now, it, it is a situation where it looks like the roster's full. You've got 23, 24 guys when you talk about uh, one-way deals, NHL deals, plus guys like Neighbors and Perinovich who you expect to be on the roster. So right now it's pretty loaded. They're a shade under the salary cap, about $300,000 with that 23-man roster. So and barring a trade, barring something unforeseen, but Doug is known for that, uh, I think you do have the roster as we'll see it come opening night. JR, I was told Alexei Torpchenko is a name that is uh, intriguing to me. Do you think he's going to be a fourth liner? Do you have, do you think he has the potential to move up in lines? Yeah, Kerry, I really like him. I think he's going to slide into that fourth line left wing spot. That's where they, they pencil him in. You could have a fourth line something now that looks like Torpchenko, uh, maybe a Sunquist, and then maybe uh, Sammy Blay, unless Sammy Blay plays higher up the lineup, which he's certainly capable of uh, for that fourth line. Torpchenko, he gets the contract. It's two years, $1.25 million AAV. They avoid arbitration. That's always a good thing, so you don't have to go in and talk bad about each other. <laughs> and I think that he's going to go in there, and this is going to be a great deal for him. Two years, he can prove himself. Uh, but in terms of can he slide up the lineup, I think he can, of course. I think we saw a couple occasions last year where he even went up to the top line and played a top six role. And, and maybe it's not sustainable for months and months, or you know, you don't pencil him to be that guy. Uh, but I think he's capable of it. So he'll start out on that fourth line with plenty of room to move up if possible. And the reason I ask is because he's he was one of the people that was critical of the team's play last year. As a young player, you normally don't, don't get that type of uh, voice, but he's a guy that I think has that leadership quality, which is why I, I'm asking about him as a, as, as a player and personally on this team. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I was thinking about that a couple of days ago, Kerry, because his arbitration case was going to be the 20th. Is today the 20th? Uh, I think. Yep. Yes. I think, yeah. Yeah. So his arbitration case was going to be today. So I was trying to think of this case that the Blues are going to make against him because he's been pretty good, right? And what are they going to do? Go in the room and, and have their guy say, uh, he ripped our team to shreds <laughs> in a post game. Scrum, he ripped the team to shreds, so uh, I didn't know if that would be used against him or not. I, I think it's a good thing. I think, uh, you know, even though it was unexpected, I don't even know that he 
kind of really knew what he was doing that night in, in terms of how deep he went with, uh, you know, this is, you know, pond hockey out here. We need to, <laughs> to, to clean things up. So I think that with uh, Torepchenko, he does have those capabilities. And a lot of times you don't see that in the, in the lower line guys, fourth line, uh, third defensive pair. I think we've seen it a little bit with Robert Bortuzzo over the years. So I think he's got that ability I just wonder going forward, you know, if he'll be afraid to kind of do that after uh, the aftermath of what happened last time. Jr. One more thing, and that's in regards to the Blues Hall of Fame, and you and I are both voters for the Blues Hall of Fame, and I sure hope that Emil Francis gets elected to the Blues Hall of Fame because I'm pretty convinced that this franchise would not be in St. Louis right now if it were not for Emil Francis sticking by the franchise after it was left at the doorstep of the NHL by Ralston Purina. They owned the team. They didn't have any desire to own it anymore. Didn't even have a draft in 1983. And Emil Francis really battled to keep that fran- this franchise, the Blues, here in St. Louis. 100%. Emil Francis is a top five influential person in the Blues organization in its history. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. He was uh, on my ballot this year. We'll see what it shakes out when they announce the, uh, the the nominees for this year's induction class. I mean, you could go on and on. You could talk about saving the Blues at the doorstep uh, after they were uh, left abandoned. You could talk about the drafting of Bernie Federko and Brian Sutter. When I wrote the book on Bernie Federko, uh, Emil Francis said, Bernie's my guy, drafted him, what, seventh or eighth in the NHL draft, and uh, he's the leading all-times games played point so on and so forth. So, so much uh, that Emo Francis has touched, and he is certainly deserving to be in this class. And I hope that, you know, we're going to start to get into a lot of the, the current players, you know, maybe 90s, 2000s, and recent Stanley Cup winners with this Hall of Fame induction class. And I hope before we get to those guys, Randy, that we get the deserving guys like Emil Francis into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I know we have time because we've lost him, but I hope that the legacy of Pavel Dimitra is also recognized because he's really one of the all-time great Blues. And there's a lot of fans now because he was around here when the Blues won the President's Trophy in 2000. We're in 2023. There's a lot of people that aren't aware of what Pavel Dimitra did for this franchise. And I hope people can be reintroduced to his memory and his legacy can be preserved. Yeah, Randy, I've been co- I've been covering the team since 2005, but I was a Cub reporter kind of helping with the coverage of the Post-Dispatch before that, so I did get to see Pav play. You know, I was a Blues fan prior to that. What amazes me, and this is somebody who's there every day, is you, you remember how good he is and you remember the highlights, but then you go back and you look at the career statistical leaders for the Blues franchise, and Demetra is right there, five, six, seven, eight, in a lot of the categories that include the names that we talk about every single day. So he was a great player. What I'd like to see, and I know you can't really coordinate it, uh, but it'd be awesome to see Demetra and Kachuk go in at the same time. I would class. love I'd it. Love to- I'd love to be at the dinner where Keith Kachuk is up on the dais talking about his good friend, Pavel Dimitri. No doubt about it. Sorry that you got scared by that person honking the horn at you, but we just wanted, to, we wanted the listeners to participate in the show. Yeah, no, that was great. Just now i got to go change my pants. <laughs> <laughs> have, a, have a great day, my man. Take care. See you later. All right. All of them are out there listening. Thanks, guys. Yep, see you. That's Jeremy Rutherford. He's our Blues Insider from The Athletic here on 101 ESPN. Feeling good after, uh, evidently, uh, having a little bit of an issue with uh, the, the back. But uh, he's better. Oh, no. He's better how, how, long, how long did you say? You oh, Carrie, about, about a week back. Okay. No. <laughs> that is too much. And JR getting on that. Yep. I cannot stand this.